Welcome to In-Depth. Join us as we dive deep into conversation, a place where we touch on our struggles, faith, dreams, trauma, and everything in between. Hello and welcome back. Today, Angelica and I will be discussing how we prioritize life, values, and beliefs as Christians and how we navigate our lives from a kingdom perspective versus a secular perspective. Today's conversation will give some insight on balancing what society tells us to do versus what we are called to do. So grab your coffee, get cozy, and let's get deep. Hello. Hi, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. I feel like um, this week is kind of a weird one where I didn't even realize it was Wednesday. Like, I feel like my days are so thrown off, but at the same time, the week is going slow. I don't know if that makes sense. Oh, no. Wednesday for me, I'm actually feeling really good. I feel like today is my Monday, but without the sluggish part of Monday, like the part where you feel ready to like hit the world. I love that. I haven't worked out all week. And then today I was supposed to go into the gym to just to do some cardio. And I just, I don't have it in me yet, but hopefully I'll go a little bit later today. Oh, nice. Is it snowing over there? Or is it still cold? It's really cold. It's not snowing anymore, but the ice or the snow gets stuck on the ground. So there it's, there's ice all over. So it, it kind of makes it all colder, you know? It's like you're oh, walking yeah. through uh, the cold aisle in the grocery store. You know, what's funny is when it gets cold over here, it's well, for, cold for us, obviously, is not the same cold that you deal with. But cold for us over here is in the 30s. And, you know, the wind always makes it feel colder. So for me, I always think of the people on YouTube that I watch who like work out and live in like Europe somewhere. And they're like with their puffer jackets and their leggings. And I'm like, if they could do it. I could take my butt outside a couple steps and go work out. I know. Even, I mean, even here, I do see people and same thing. I'm like, wow, like props to you. There's a girl that I follow that's like been showing her six pack every day this week. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how do you do it? <laughs> <laughs> I know the motivation. It's okay though. It's life. You know, yeah. there's, there's ups and there's downs. We're going to feel super motivated sometimes, other times not so much, but as long as we kind of keep within that range, you and I always talk about where we're like, okay, we can't let ourselves go too far because it'll be harder to get back on track. But yeah. there's definitely space for living life and enjoying the downtime. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you guys, today we've decided um, to talk about prioritizing life, values, beliefs, how to navigate life from a kingdom perspective versus secular. Obviously, we're Christians. We've shared our, our stories. We've shared our time since we became a Christian. And so I think it's nice to just touch on how do we navigate life and kind of separate it from like what society tells us to do. Right, Angelica? Yeah, I like the way you put that. Okay. And it's funny. So Angelica came up with this topic um, as we were brainstorming earlier. And it's so funny because I was thinking about topics and faith came to mind, but I didn't know how to like put it into words. And I feel like 
you put it into words because <laughs> they're connected, you know? Yeah, that's funny because we're always synchronized that way. Totally. I think that for me, um, that can sound kind of like, okay, this is a workshop type thing. It's not. We're, this is just conversation. We just thought it'd be kind of cool just to touch, touch on it, talk about how we do it. Because it's something that's always in my mind. Um, I'm very aware of it. And I lean towards um, allowing God to guide me versus just following trends, following what everybody else is doing. And so I think when we say, or since we're talking about it, life from a kingdom perspective versus secular, secular meaning like, what is this world doing? What is, what are most people doing? What's cool? What's popular? What's the trend? What's the norm for most people? And for us, the norm is not always in alignment with, with what we believe God's word says. And so us being Christians living in this world where most people, a large majority of people are living a life that's not going towards the kingdom, if that makes sense. And so we kind of just wanted to touch on that because we are living in this world and a lot of the viewpoints, a lot of the things going on are not in alignment with what we would do or how we would live, but it's not coming from a place of judgment. It's coming from a place of discerning God's spirit and how he would lead us through our life and all kinds of different um, circumstances. Yeah. So I think that prioritizing, if you, do you want me to kind of jump off into it or did you want to kind of touch a little bit? No, I just love that you, um, it's just funny when you said um, the world, you know, it's not always aligned with, you know, what we do as Christians. I love that you said that and you use the word trends because trends are that, they're trends. And like society is always on trend with different things. It's ever changing where like God's word is consistent and it never changes. So um, I just love that you said that because it kind of just reminded me of like, well, yeah, it's so much easier to be consistent than try and follow these trends. Yeah, because I feel like when you try to do that, you're getting pulled in so many different directions. You're going to get lost and tired really fast if you're trying to do that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, go ahead and um, jump on and continue on. So for me, prioritizing my values and beliefs, at least for me, I'm I just want to be sensitive. Honestly, I want to be sensitive to God's spirit. And for me, that part of that is discernment. Part of that is like spending time with him. And, and the more time I spend with him, the easier it is to feel um, him guiding me, leading me. And so not only that, but actually like knowing him, being in relationship with him, knowing what I do about what the Bible says, like, obviously, I'm not a scholar, I'm not a theologian or anything. I'm just a woman living here on this earth, you know, who believes in God and has a relationship with him. So I just really, it's a lot of relationship based, like, he's guiding me through my life. And so I think that for me, simple things could seem simple are sometimes tied to deeper things. And so specifically, like, talking about working out like okay well working out is good for our bodies right and we both are into that and we both enjoy that both the physical benefits the mental we've talked about that but that in itself can turn into like vanity or um, unhealthy relationship and and can kind of 
play on some of our personal triggers, like say like, I mean, if you want to get deep, if you want to say like insecurities, right? And okay, I don't feel good about myself or I grew up feeling a certain way, negative way. And so I use this to help myself feel better, to look more attractive so that I feel better. And, you know, that's kind of getting into the root and the heart of like, okay, there's something deeper. And so something so simple like that is something I think about and have in the forefront of my mind because something as simple as working out for me, which is something I enjoy, can turn to something that's pulling my heart and my affection and attention away from God. And so I really just like with most things in my life, try to be present with what I'm doing and know and be aware and sensitive to like God's spirit. Like, okay, is he correcting me in this? Is this a struggle of mine? A personal struggle where he has to kind of bring it up or not if that makes sense yeah no that makes complete sense I, I love that and I do think that discernment is a good a good way to put it um, because we are still human beings living on earth and so we do still have to do the earthly things um, it just is kind of going back and like checking your heart and saying what's the motive behind this? For example, like you said with exercise, like as a human, you have to exercise. You really do to stay healthy. I mean, doctors recommend you work out 30 minutes, I think three times a week, which is a little bit, but you work out um, 30 minutes, three times a week. That's just part of like, that's what we need to do biologically, but also like spiritually, you know? And so um, both of those things are necessary it just is when it turns into vain motives, you know, like I want to look good so that all these people can praise my body and la 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 la. Um, that's when I think it becomes an issue. And so I love that you chose discernment. And I also think that um, it's important to know, like, when in doubt, I always feel like it's nice to go back to the word and, and see what does God say about this? So we obviously can't quote everything. I think the Bible at the end of the day comes down to your own interpretation and how you take it. But there is parts in the Bible where God will say to be a good steward of your body, you know, and so just things like that. So I love that you use discernment. Um, and I just wanted to add, you know, to also use the word when you are in doubt. Yeah, that's good. I think that it's really easy to get tripped up as a believer here in this world, because things will be wrapped up in such a nice way. Like this world will make things that pull us away from God look good. Things will look attractive, you know, sin, all the, all those like things that kind of pull us away from God, our attention and our affection tend to look nice. They tend to look fun. They tend to look like pleasant, you know, and that's the tricky thing about it is like when you're living a life and you are not just like bulldozing through, but you're giving space and time to God to speak to you throughout your life, daily, weekly, hourly, sometimes, that's when we kind of find things that are our patterns, our pitfalls, you know, and mm -hmm. so I think that we really, for me, I think I find it so important that I have to be I'm not cautious, but I have to kind of pause and give space because I can easily just get going and just go and do what I think and 
not that God doesn't give us a choice or gives me a choice because he definitely does. It's not like I'm a slave or anything by far on the contrary, but I think that allowing him space to speak to me and speak to my heart because I have weaknesses. And so he knows my patterns and he knows what I tend to go to for comfort. And ultimately I know that he wants me to come to him for all those things. I know that he wants me to um, find my value in what he says and who he says I am versus like comfort things that might pull me away from him and might pull me to sin, you know? And so I think that allowing him that space and keeping myself open to him versus just like, I know that I need to do this or I'm going to do this. And I just plow through it. I, I think that that closes that door on him to be able to speak into my life. And so for me, that's kind of how I live. And of course, I'm never going to do it perfectly. Of course, I'm human, and I'm going to fall and I'm going to mess up. And I have my own patterns. But the goal isn't to do it perfectly. The goal is to just give space and relationship. So that's good. And I love that you touched on um, the end of the day, it's, that's your choice and your will. And that's how you want to live life. Because you know, that life is better that way. You know, that God gives us these promises. He gives us kind of like a guidebook on how to navigate life to make it easier on us at the end of the day. It's not because he's like, I need you to do this and do that and be a robot, but it's more like, here's the way, you know, um, here's how to navigate X, Y, and Z, or um, come to me and I'll give you the strength, et cetera. And so like, you know, it's just because you know that that's, the better way of living, you know, like for you and like I, for me as well, like I do feel like, yeah, I could live in a secular way. I could go this other route, free will, and God does give us free will. But I also know that life is more beautiful on this side where I have him to rely on and I have um, him to guide me and I have him to give me the strength when I don't have it, um, him to give me the gentleness, the kindness when I lack it, etc. Yeah, I like that you said that because I'm thinking like what came to my mind as you're saying that is like, this is a choice that this is how we choose to live our life. And we have our reasons why just like everybody else has their reasons why they do what they do, you know, and so if I'm just going to speak on my own experiences, and I can just say like, I've done it the other way. And this is why I choose to do this is why I choose to follow God. It's my choice, because I've tasted and seen like, no one is telling me what to do he's not like you said we have free will and his um, hand in my life has definitely made me desire him and so that's I think that's the difference and like I mean everyone has a choice to live how they want and you can you can do that freely and this is us because we're believers so this is how we choose to live our life but I think that just talking on prioritizing our values and beliefs and how we navigate that is just kind of explaining, like, we're just two women who happen to be Christian living in this world and trying to navigate because, you know, we talked about it earlier, like there's so many things in this world that will vie for our affection, for our attention, for our love, for they serve as distractions, you know, and I think that that's part of like learning and, and God's wisdom too, you know, for sure. Learning like, wow, I've done it that way before. And, and I, I see where that took me. Yeah. And you learn, you know, like generally in life, everybody learns, right? Like you, based on how you 
things have come about in your life, like decisions you've made, you've learned, was that good? How did that serve me? Was that bad? Like, it's the same thing. And so I think that learning, experiencing firsthand how things affected me spiritually, it could be physically, it could be like so many different ways. That's where you kind of realign yourself like, okay, I know that road. I went down that road already. Like, I know where that took me. And Mm -hmm. so it just makes it a lot more easier, at least for me in the stage that I'm at, to be able to, to not even desire those things, because I've been there, I've done it, I know where that leads. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but like God's given me the wisdom too to like, learn from those things and, and open my eyes to like, oh, now I see why that was not the best idea that I now I see where that actually took me. And now I see that something so small, or something that seems so small, insignificant maybe even too actually pulled me away from you and actually started taking me down a a road that wasn't healthy for me yeah no that's good and I think you kind of uh, reminded me of just this idea not an idea because it's true but like this concept of like um you know god is our father like we believe he's our heavenly father right and so like when you talk about like you know, he gives us free will. We learn through that. And then we're like, okay, I tried that before. I'm not going that route again. It kind of reminds me of like us as parents and like, you know, the choices that you made, you know, the choices that are right and wrong. And then you have your children who are going to make those bad choices because they have to learn it themselves at, you know, some things, some things, hopefully they just never do, but there's things that they're going to have to learn on their own. And, we because we love them we're like no but come come this way because I know what that like where that road takes you I've been there and I don't want you to go that route so you know and so it just kind of gave me that picture of like that's exactly how it is with God like he like to clarify in case someone doesn't have any clue like God loves us so much that it's not a rule book it's I love you so much that I know what's the best route for you and I'm gonna give it to you if you want it that's beautifully said like absolutely and us being moms and being a parent it it does actually help you to see it from that perspective because loving exactly the example you just gave I find myself giving my kids um, more grace because of that when they're doing something they shouldn't be doing, or I see them going down a path that leads to destruction. It's like you as a parent, you've been there, you've done that. And you know, like you just described the, the illustration that you gave, like we know because we've been down that road and we love our kids so much. It's like, no, like if you go down that road, I know it's down there. That's like, oh, just come over here. Like, I want to keep you safe. I want to give you these options. Like, look, this is all kinds of other stuff that you could do that's healthy for you or that will benefit you and prosper you like physically, spiritually, mentally, like all of these things are so good for you. But if you go down that path, then that's, you know, you know, as a parent where that's going to lead, whatever that path may be, right? And so it is the same way that God loves us. And so we have free will and we always will he desires for us to, to choose him so that he can display that to us. And at the end of the day, it's our choice to do it or not. But once you do, then little by little, he starts to show you himself. And little by little, as you walk with them, you understand like, 
he starts to unwrap all of those things. And the, the way we desire for our kids to believe us when we say, I love you so much, but that's not good for you. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you're going to make your choice. Just like you said a minute ago, you're going to make your choice. And man, does it break my heart. And man, do I like wish you were making different choices. Mm-hmm. But it's your choice at the end of the day. Like we can't, we're not going to shackle our kids up and like force them. I mean, I guess you can like be one of those dictator type parents who's like you can't do this you can't do that and but where's that going to lead rebellion more rebellion Mm -hmm. you know and God's the same way like he doesn't force it he wants us to invite him that's what he's waiting for is the invitation that's the beautiful thing with him just like us with our kids like man at the end of the day I can't force you to not do certain things there's only so much we as parents can do and at the end of the day based on the circumstance our kids, whether they're young, middle school age, adults, high school, whatever, like based on the circumstance, they're going to make their own choice. And it's heartbreaking when they make the wrong one. But I have personally learned to give my kids more grace because I understand where they're coming from now. I think before old me would have been like, no, because I said so. And you're going to listen and that's it. But yeah, that doesn't work that does that never works you're just going to get more rebellion and it's more alive in me to be compassionate and to even see like God's opened my eyes to even see like I I see what you're doing I see what you're desiring like like the bigger picture of why they do what they do right yeah and being able to even address that and that's obviously God because I didn't come up with that you know and um, I just think like I it's beautiful the way parenthood mirrors the way he is with us. And like you said, that's because he's our father. And I know that's kind of weird for some people who don't have um, a healthy relationship with thinking about him as a father, or maybe you did have a relationship with a father and that's just weird to you. But I mean, that's not like he can deal with that. Like just like everything else he can deal with in us, like nothing's going to push him away. Nothing's going to scare him off, you know? Yeah. I just think that that's such a beautiful illustration of understanding especially if you're a parent, like it makes more sense. Anyway, I think it is for me. um, I mean, I agree with everything that you said and uh, same thing. I feel like I've, I've been on the other side. I've seen what my life was honestly up until, well, I mean, like I've been a Christian for seven, eight years, but when you become a Christian, and this is going to just go a little bit off topic, um, but it's part of like my story. But when you become a Christian, it doesn't, it, you don't, your whole world doesn't change. You don't just become a Christian and you're like, okay, I'm, I mean, you are made new, but you're not like, you're still you. And then you're just navigating life differently because your perspective changes. And so I feel like in the beginning, I was a Christian, but I was still like a lot of who I was in the past. And so I feel like I was navigating and like that at that time, like, okay, well, I believe in God. And like, you know, I I gave him my heart, but I'm so used to going out and partying. I'm so used to doing this. And so I was still doing it. Um, And then you start getting those convictions, like this isn't good for you because of X, Y, and Z. There's nothing wrong with going out and dancing and having a good time. It just is the things that could happen if you're not cautious. I feel like for me, it was in the beginning, it was kind of like a a slow transition. And up until last year, I think there was 
I had that moment where, um, and I think I've shared this before, but I, when I was like, God, I'm tired of trying to do life my own way. Like, yes, I go to you. Yes, I journal. And, but at the end of the day, I'm still doing a lot of the things that I think are best for me, you know, and because he's so graceful and he doesn't, he, to me personally, God's not usually like, yes, do this. No, no, don't do that. He gives me the freedom and then just mainly shows like, this is what it would look like if you go this route. And this is what it would look like to go the other route. And sometimes he does shut doors fully, obviously, but there's times where it's like, I don't know what he said, you know, and it's, um, in part, it's because he gives us free will and it's like, you can take either road. I'm going to be with you every step of the way. Um, but I feel like up, up until that moment that I said, God, like, just, I'm just tired of trying to solve these issues on my own or do life a certain way and maybe just put you in a box. Um, I think it's changed since. And I just have seen just by giving him more access, I've seen just like such a huge difference in my life like just so many blessings because I just basically opened the door for him I'm just here completely like man those are such good points and I love like everything you just said because you're absolutely right being a Christian doesn't mean that like all of a sudden a light switch turns on and we got it all figured out that's not that's not how it goes like we're still living life we're still like you said, we're still the same person, but now, you know, you were getting conviction doing certain things. Why? Because now the Holy Spirit's in you. Now he's guiding you. Things that you thought were normal and okay and blind to before are now like, he's now allowing you to see like, oh, wait, that's actually not, not only is it not good for me, but he's actually authoring a desire in us to turn from that. Why? Because we're all of a sudden understanding things we didn't understand before. So there's revelation, right? There's revelation in, in, in relationship. And it's, it's not like a genie where he's just like, okay, now everything's great. No, it's relationship. We keep saying that over and over. We're still human beings in this world. So we're going to deal with stuff and we're still going to fight our flesh too. Right. And so meaning we're going to want to do stuff that's contrary to what he wants us to do. You know, that that's just part of being in this world. And um, it's not going to change until we're with him one day. But living here in this world doesn't mean as a Christian that everything is great and we no longer struggle. You're still going to struggle. But the difference is now you have him. Now he's guiding you. Now he's giving you wisdom. Now he opened your eyes to things you didn't see before. Now you feel uplifted in ways that you never felt before. Now you feel seen in ways you've never felt seen before. And he just addresses all those things that we have deep in us kind of like what I touched on last week, like things that we don't even sometimes know are there. He touches on why, because he loves us. And so it's just, for me, it's just a no brainer to follow him and to seek him and actually desire him. And that's actually him authoring that even more in me. The more I seek him, the more he builds that desire in me to want even more. It's, it's this beautiful, like, it, it's an unquenched feeling of like, man, I got a taste of you, but I want more. Like I desire more now that I know, you Now I know that how sweet you are. Now I know how you address certain things. Like I know I'm safe with you. I know that you're opening my eyes in these ways. Like 
it just builds something in us. And so, yes, we're still going to struggle with certain things, um, but the difference is him and he makes all the difference. Yeah, that's good. And I, yeah, like you said, I don't, becoming a Christian, I don't think life gets any easier. I honestly think you're more aware of things and those choices sometimes there's a little bit of harder choices sometimes, you know, like you're, because you're growing, like, I do feel like once you become a Christian, it's like, okay, let's keep growing and progressing in your faith. And so there's going to be trials, there's, you know, and, and, you know, we we talked about the enemy last week. And so um, he, you become a Christian, and now he's fighting for your soul. So then there's that, you know, Um, you have Mm -hmm. a target on your back. And so it does come with different, I think, I think both being a non-Christian and Christian, they both have challenges. I think it's at the end of the day, what comes after death is the biggest difference. And then too, like how you're going to live your life. You're just more conscious. You have a purpose and, and you usually try and live by that. Um, and there's just nothing more fulfilling than that. But I do think that we live in a world that is continuously trying to pull us in the opposite direction. And I can't stop thinking about I don't know if it's going to go off topic, but I have this like, not love, like a like hate relationship with TikTok right now because of the amount of information that you you get from it that I feel like sometimes it's good because, you know, like there's good TikToks and you learn things that you're like, oh, I wouldn't have never known that if it wasn't for TikTok. But then there's, I think it's just been really heavy in my heart those, these last few days because there's a lot of misinformation and there's a lot of things on there. Um, it could be Instagram too. I just think TikTok spreads information like wildfire, but there's a lot of things that we see on social media that kind of pull us like a tug of war. Like you're like, Oh, like, okay, I'm, I'm Christian, but then I also want to get this like Mercedes, whatever G wagon, because these 10 influencers have it or whatever. Right. Um, so I think it's, we do live in a world. I, I feel like it's just progressing or is it maybe degressing? Like it's getting worse and worse in regards to social media and the amount of influence that it has over us and our lives, um, especially for us as Christians. But I also think for non-Christians, because you're unaware and now you're trying to follow these trends. Now you're trying to follow this, this and that. And you're going to find yourself in this pit because at the end of the, you can't do it all. You can't get it all. You can't do it all. You're going to go nuts trying to stay on track with society. That's such a good point. I'm so glad you brought that up. And it's not off off topic or it's actually right on the target because we're talking about like values and how to navigate from a kingdom perspective versus secular. And so I'm like, dude, you just like lit a fire in me because I'm like, I don't know if I shared this, I probably did, but I took a break off social media for a bit because I, in my spirit, cause I'm, I'm, I'm sensitive, but in my spirit, I, I felt so pulled in exactly what you said in so many different directions. I felt complete unrest in my spirit, complete unrest. I felt like so much was going on all at once. Uh, I was starting to get anxiety and it's just like the constant I know people, this is going to make sense. The constant scrolling, right? Like it becomes an addiction. Like, what do you do? You pick up your phone every few minutes and you scroll or you get on and it's like, what for? It it becomes uh, a habit that you don't even realize is a habit, right? And so you're completely right. You get bombarded by like, if you're on TikTok 
or for me, it's Instagram, um, all these things, and they're all vying for our attention. And they're all promoting something. So like your example was the G wagon. So what's that promoting? Okay, if we pull it back a little bit, pull back the layers, you'll look cool, you'll be cool, you'll be fun, people will find you interesting, um, you'll be You'll be successful if you have that. You know, some people desire success. You'll be, you'll look attractive if you have that. Maybe you feel insecure about that. Um, there's all these different things. And like, we're all so different. We have different layers to us, right? Or different, I want to say insecurities, but that's not the right word. Um, things that we struggle with. And so those are deep, but people don't walk around telling, you know, you don't hold a sign up saying these are the things I struggle with, right? But based on how we live our life and what we're putting our attention into shows, honestly. So if someone is like, oh my gosh, I got to get this outfit. And like, I always have to have my nails done and things that in and of themselves are not bad, but when you pair it with the heart condition, they are. And so when you're doing these things and feeling the need to like, oh, I have to have this, I have to do that. I have to be successful. And in order to be successful, these are the, these are the steps. And this is how many likes I have. And this is how many shares I have and views I have. And now you're putting your value on these things that are going to come up empty. And for me, that's like, I'm speaking so passionately now because I had to take a break from social media, not because those were my struggle, but because I just felt so pulled in so many different directions. My spirit was at complete unrest. I had to just like debrief, take all that away. I literally got a vision from God where like we were in a dark room and he told me like, put your head down and just stay right here with me. And I felt such peace. And I understood why the room was black or why wherever we were was black. Why? Because all of those things were vying, like constantly bombarding my mind, constantly coming at me, just the way TikTok, Instagram, all those things constantly, right? You turn it on, there's always going to be something different. Mm -hmm. So we were in this black room and I understood why it had to be black because everything had to be shut out. Why did I have to put my head down? Why? So that I can be with my eyes closed, present in the moment with him versus like all those things coming at me. And the peace, why? Because that's what he provides is peace and safety. And so that was like my aha moment. I see you. I understand. You like pulled back the layers for me to understand what I need to do now, what my spirit needs. And he addressed it, right? So I got off social media for a bit and I was easing my way in, um, I was so addicted, like I would go on and be like, oh, shoot, I'm back on. And not because I felt guilty, but because I knew within my spirit that it was not healthy for me. So as soon as like I would accidentally get on and be like, oh, shoot, let me get back off. And so I'd get off and I kept doing that. And I was I would discern and give him the space to say, like, is it safe to go on now? And I, if I felt like I wasn't, like I was still vulnerable, I wouldn't. I knew that that was him. Like, I'm not ready yet, you know? So until I was ready to get back on, I eased my way into it. I stopped and paused, allowed him to speak to me and, and tell me. And I had to make sure that my heart coming back in was different. And he renewed my mind in that way. And so everything on the outside is the same, but everything on the inside is different. And I feel like that's like, a good depiction of like what Christianity is like or what following God is like. Like your outside world sometimes physically looks the same, but he's doing a work in us that some people can't see until a while when like the fruits of that starts to come out in our life and we start making changes and start doing things a little differently than we used to. Yeah. And I think uh, like there, like you mentioned it, but 
there is nothing wrong with um, scrolling through social media, like having a social media account. There is nothing wrong with um, getting yourself a G-Wagon. If you worked really hard and you've been blessed and you're generous and your heart posture is in the right place and you still, this is your dream car. Like there's nothing wrong with that. I think it comes down to what you mentioned. Like, why are we doing this? What are the motives for buying this, um, doing that, posting this photo, X, Y, and Z. And you reminded me of, we're at the car dealership because Joe had to switch his car. And the lady, um, our sales lady, we was like, you won't believe the extreme that people go through just to drive a BMW. The car will have 190,000 miles and they'll buy it for $40,000 just so that they have a BMW, just so that they're driving a BMW. And she's like, it's a piece of shit. But I always whisper when I cuss. Uh, she's like, it's a- <laughs> <laughs> it feels kind of weird how huh? you're like, wait. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, she's like, you know, it's a piece of shit. But people will buy it just because they want people to see that they're driving a BMW. And it just kind of like, it dawned on me. Like, I was just like, what? Like, I guess I believe it, but I was just so shocked that people would go to that extreme. Like the car's going to die in two years, but you just want people to know or see that you're driving this kind of car, you know? And so that's kind of where it becomes an issue. And that's what we mean about society. Like not trying to bash, like we are humans, we live in the society, you know, but it's more of like, keep an eye out, like be a little bit aware of what you're being told of what you're being influenced by um, and why you're making the decisions that you're making. Because if you really sit back and just look at your life from a different lens, you'll, you'll see. I think we all do it. You'll see, oh, maybe here I'm doing it because of this. Like for me, there was a lot of times where for fitness, I'd be like, oh, I'm just doing it to look good. I'm not really thinking about like my internal body. This was in the beginning. And sometimes throughout, I'd have to catch myself and say, wait a minute, why am I doing this? And I start to notice it because I start to stress out. I start to get um, very self-conscious and all these other negative effects when I, I realize, well, it's because I'm doing it for the wrong reasons. You know, because if you're doing things for the right reasons, your heart will be full. You'll be, you know, you'll feel free. You'll feel happy. But when you're doing them for the wrong reasons, you'll start to feel the side effects of that too. I think that's a really good point that you point out for the right reasons. And cause it made me want to say like, well, what's right? Because anyone can come up with their own opinion of what's right or what's wrong, you know, and, and try to, to plead the case for, well, this is right. You know, which at the end of the day, like God convicts us of, he knows, Yeah. you know, and, and conviction doesn't always mean like, you feel terrible. Like that's not what conviction means. It means that you become aware. And so I like that you brought that up because like to each of each of us, it's going to be different. And Mm -hmm. so he will address that. Like the more you allow him in, the more he's going to start to unveil things that you were blind to before. And so maybe a few years back, a weakness of mine or, or a pattern of mine, I did unknowingly, or I didn't realize I was doing it or didn't even understand my heart posture when I was doing it because it was so familiar and that could be X, Y, and Z. But now that he's unveiled that and, and shown me where, why I was doing that, it makes all the difference. 
And so again, like going back to allowing space for him to, to show us those things, because sometimes we're so blind in our patterns or blind in what we think, like that's where relationship comes in. That's where he starts to say, for one person, the struggle is different. The other, it's completely different, or it could be the same struggles between two different people, but it comes out in a different way. And so he's going to show you his love first and over and over and over until you, it's not just a thought or idea. It's a reality for you. I think that um, it is important to note that everyone's, like you said, it's it's different for you. It's different for me. And so, like, the last thing I want is to say, yeah, this is all. This is bad for all of us. It's not, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I maybe this is just an example. I may not drive a Mercedes. G wagon because my heart posture for it is different, but like he may bless you with one because you have different struggles, you know? And so just, um, I just want to clarify that, um, because it's very, very important. Like if you guys take anything, um, away from this conversation, one of the biggest things that I do want to make clear is that your journey is your journey. My journey is my journey and Helica's journey is Helica's journey. And so we all different struggles we all have different ways that we're going to be blessed um i think at the root of everything is um if you are a christian or a believer um and you're trying to figure out how to navigate life kingdom perspective prioritize your life your values your beliefs it's going to be personal to you and we just highly recommend that you go to the creator and ask him directly because this conversation is based off of our worlds and our lives and our faith and where, where we are today. So good. So, um, Angelica, unless there's anything else you want to add? No, I mean, I, I think, I think we've really unpacked it, but if anybody has any questions or we said something that you kind of want us to go deeper on you guys can always do that too I just want to remind you like there should be Q&A's where or even on our Instagram you guys can always reach out if you have questions or comments um, or any ideas for um, upcoming um, topics yeah and you know um, we all know this is just a deep authentic conversation we never want to tell you guys how to do things We are just telling you how we do things. There's different ways to approach every topic that we talk about, um, but we're just giving you a view into our lives and how we handle it as believers and as just two human beings. So we love you guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.